0: Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Today, we're going to take a look at a rare recording from something called the Columbia Wartime Bureau, and a powerful and chilling program called They Burn the Books. We're missing a little bit of the opening, but nothing that's uh, really significant to understanding the story. So here now is Ralph Bellamy, And they burn the books from July 24th, 1942.
1: Justify the enemy. Appease him. Excuse him. Pardon. Condone or accept him. And by any intelligent process of thought, you will arrive at the diabolical, tortured, debased world of Germany and her Axis partners. Columbia's Wartime Bureau of Information presents Ralph Bellamy in They Burn the Books, written by Stephen Vincent Bonnet. Mm -hmm. the burning of the books. Do you remember? Write it down in your calendars. May 10th, 1933. And write it down in red for the light of fire. These are people who worked by fire. The Wright star went up in flames that February, and in March they got their majority and moved in. The stormtroopers, the heroes of the beer hall putsch, the boys with a taste for beatings and executions, the limping doctor, the swollen ex-army pilot, gangster and bravo, hoodlum and trigger man, led by the screaming voice that is war and hate, moved in on Germany like a cloud of locusts, having planned and plotted for long. They strangled the German Republic and moved in. And people said, well, that's interesting, isn't it? And tell her so, and it's my dear fellows, this fellow Hitler, quite extraordinary. Wonder what the beggar's up to. Or people said, yeah, I see by the papers they had an election in Germany. They seem to have lots of elections over there. Hey, what do you know about this bank holiday, Joe? If you need some cash, I got a couple of bucks, but oh, the banks are bound to reopen. That was March 5th. They burned the books May 10th. Why bother about books? Why bother to go back to that fateful year? Year that prepared the blood purge and the wars. The death of Austria, the trick of Munich, the bombers over the defenseless towns, and all we know and all that must be fought here, now, and always till the score is paid. And from its grim recital, pick one instance of calculated wrong. A book's a book. It's paper, ink, and print. If you stab it, it won't bleed. If you beat it, it won't bruise. If you burn it, it won't scream. Burn a few books. Burn hundreds. Burn a million. What difference does that make? It does to me... Uh, Excuse me, sir. My name is Friedrich Schiller. A name once not unknown in Germany. One of the glories, so they said, of Germany. A Germany these robbers never knew. Over a century and a half ago, I spoke and wrote of freedom. I spoke against oppressors and dictators. I spoke for every man who lifts his head and will not bow to tyrants. And though I died... My poems and plays spoke on in every tongue, in every land, for freedom. For that's what books can do. Once now, today, in the land where I was born...
2: The play William Tell shall no longer be performed on the stage. It glorifies the dangerous and unseemly spirit of revolt against conquerors. It shall no
3: longer be performed on the Truman stage. This is an order.
1: That's what they do. That's what they do to the mind. That's what they do to the books of their own great dead. That's how they foul the present and the past. Shut the mouth so that it cannot speak, because it spoke for freedom. Now here's another ghost, pale, frail, satirical, a mocking spirit, but with the light of freedom in his eyes. Your name, brave ghost.
4: My name? It's Heinrich Heine. Born to much sorrow, born to be a man. Out of my laughter and my heart's despair, I made my little songs such simple songs a child could understand them. And grown men remembered them and loved them all their lives. <laughs> some were so funny, some were pitiful. And some were trumpet calls for liberty, for though I couldn't fight, I was a fighter. And when my time had come to die, I said, after long tormenting my mattress grave, bury me with a sword upon my coffin. I have been a soldier of humanity.
1: A soldier of humanity. And you deserve that name. But now, today, what happened to your song? Well,
4: there was one about a Lorelei. Just a small song. It went let's see, like this. If I see <laughs> my soul, so so You've heard it, maybe? Many people sing it. They sang it many years along the Rhine. They sing it still. Still? Oh, yes. That one of mine, they haven't burned. That would be just a little difficult. Too many Germans know the words by heart. So with the totalitarian courtesy, they've kept the song and blotted out in my name. You see, I was a Jew.
3: New
2: editions of the works of the Jew Heinrich Heine are not desirable. In all textbooks and anthologies, where the words of the song de Lorelei appear, the name of the Jew heine shall be omitted, and the author given as author unknown.
4: Author well known since 1842. Author unknown since 1933. That's what they do to soldiers of humanity.
1: That's how they rob the soldier of his sword. The dead man of the one thing he may keep, his name. His very name... Don't think that's all. Don't think it's just the singers and the poets. Light the flames. Light the flames and hear them roar. See what the flames consume. Coming now, the men with the tramping feet, the hard-faced boys with the truncheons, the new order, the flames they've lighted howl and leap in the square. You can't set fire to a Reichstag every day, but the fire that they light today shall fling its shadows in flame and shadow all over the world.
4: Hear them, Tramp. They're
1: coming. They bring the books to the fire.
2: The books of the Jew, Albert Einstein, for the
4: flames.
1: Einstein, the scientist who fought in universes Einstein, the man we honor in our land
4: To the flames with him, to the flames The books of Sigmund Freud, to the flames
1: Freud, prober of the riddles of man's mind World known, world famous
4: To the flames, the flames, burn them We don't want spots, we don't want mine! We want one will, one leader, and one vote. One bears inexorable stupidity. Who said that? that? Gag him, burn him to the flames.
1: To the flames with Heinrich Mann and Thomas Mann. Gorky the Russian. Schnitzler the Austrians. Hemingway, Dreiser the American. And now, to the flames with this. Bible. Would you burn God's word?
3: We need no Bible but the words of the leader. We have no God except the German God. We have the tanks, the guns, the bombs, the planes, and that shall be enough.
4: And yet, they shall be weeping for this burning. Weeping throughout your land, the weeping of poor women and old men who loved and trusted in the Word of God, and now are burst and homeless in your world, for you have taken their last failing hope, the promise of their father and their Lord.
3: How dare you speak, exiled and Jew? How dare you speak to us?
4: I speak for all humanity in chains, exiled you Christians, for all the prison camps, for those who dwell in them and bide their time. For the dishonored, for the dispossessed, mm. for those who have crowned like wheat, I speak for every honest man of God driven from his own pulpit by your might, and for those who saw that happen and remember it, I speak for the dark earth and the mute voices, and yet I speak humanity unbound. You,
3: you are just a singer, a worthless singer.
4: True. And that is why I speak, because I know being a singer what moves every heart. I speak with little parts, little songs so simple any child can understand just what they say, and yet so memorable. Once you have heard them, you will not forget them, for they will stay within your memory. Sweet as first love, salt as the tears of man, free as the wind of heaven in the sky. And you do well to try to shut my mouth for while one little song of mine remains, all that you hate and would destroy remains. Human and grace and human tenderness, laughter and mockery and the bare sword, the sword I wanted on my lowly coffin, the sword of liberty. he will shut your mouth. he will find you in the graveyard where you lie. Dig up your rotten bones and scatter them. Scatter them till there's nobody in all the world who's heard of Heinrich Heine.
3: Dig Deep. well. Deep Scatter my bones. Break up my burial stones. Erase my name with all your thoroughness. Your lumbering, fat-headed thoroughness smelling of beer and bombs. And yet, while there's a book, there will be
4: a Heiner. There will be Heinrich Heiner laughing at you still. Laughing with all the friends. But
3: Yes,
1: there will be Heiner. There will be all those whose words lift up man's heart, but only if we choose. This battle is not just a battle of lands, a war of conquest, a balance of power war. It is a battle for the mind of man, not only for his body. It will decide what you, and you, and you can think and say, plan, dream, and hope for in your inmost minds for the next thousand years. Decide whether man goes forward toward the light, stumbling and striving, clumsy, but a man, or back to the dark ages, the dark gods, the old barbaric forest that is fear. Books are not men, and yet they are alive. They are man's memory and his aspiration, the link between his present and his past the tools he builds with, all the hoarded thoughts winnowed and sifted from a million minds, living and dead, to guide him on his way. Suppose it happened here. Suppose the books were burned here. This is a school somewhere in America. This is the kind of school we've always had, argued about, paid taxes for, kept on with, because we want our kids to know something. Suppose it happened here.
2: The class will come to order. This morning, this morning we are going to discuss some of the basic American ideas on which our nation was founded. Freedom, tolerance, liberty under law. To start the discussion, I'm going to ask Joe Barnes to recite the Gettysburg Address to us. Do you think you can do that without looking at your book too much, Joe? Why? Oh, I guess so, Miss Winslow. Studied it last night. Very well, Joe. You may begin. The Gettysburg Address by Abraham Lincoln. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal.
1: Stop.
2: And now, now we are engaged. We are engaged. Stop.
1: The words of the Gettysburg Address can no longer be studied in any school of our glorious new order. But those are the words of Lincoln.
2: But Miss Winslow
1: told me... Miss Winslow is no longer your teacher. I am your teacher. (laughs) Attention! When I give the command, you will rise and bring your textbooks to my desk. All this nonsense of freedom and tolerance, that is finished. All this nonsense of uh, men being equal, that is finished. We shall give you new textbooks. The old ones will be burned in the schoolyard. <clears throat> Are there any uh, questions? Good. The new order does not like questions. I protest.
2: This is infamous. You can't know what you're doing. I've taught here for 20 years. So I
1: understand. You know, that is a long time, Miss Winslow. Too long. You deserve a long rest. We'll see that you get it. No, no, no. You needn't bother to say goodbye to your students. God's... Take the woman away. Impossible? Fantastic? Sounds that way. Ask the teachers and books of occupied France. France that loved letters. France once the light of Europe. Read the list of the books the French can't read anymore. What sort of books? Well, there are all kinds, of course, from detective stories to the life of a great French queen. But here, for instance, is a history of Poland. Suppressed. Why? Well, according to the new order, Poland has no history. Poland has no history. And here, French history for secondary schools, history of France, history of France and Europe, contemporary Europe, legend and fables of France for children. Suppressed. withdrawn on the blacklist. But these are not guns or daggers stored up against revolt. They're the commonplace textbooks, thumbed by a thousand schoolboy fingers, ink-spotted, dog-eared, drowsed over in classrooms. Familiar and dull and mild. They must be harmless enough. They are not harmless. We know what we are doing. Yes. They know what they are doing. They know if you take the children of a country and teach them nothing but lies about the world, give them no chance for argument or questions... Give them no books that show another side, no word of all the words that speak for freedom. The man who grows from the child will believe the lies and never hear of the truth. It's a simple plan, as simple and efficient as arsenic. Just rewrite all the books to suit yourself, and the rest will follow in time. The beatings and burnings, the massed mechanical might, of the metal men. you like a sample of American history, Nazi style? Can you stand it? You'd better know what it would be like for your children and their children. You heard Joe Barnes give the Gettysburg Address. This is what he'd be like if he'd never heard it, or anything like it, ever. If all his books were the textbooks of the new order. If our school books wore swastikas. Come in, Joe, will you? Looks different in his brown shirt, doesn't he? Can you tell us about American history, Joe? Some names and dates and people?
2: American history dates from the foundation of the new order.
1: Nothing before that?
2: Nothing important.
1: Well, come, Joe, there must have been one or two things before that.
2: Nothing important.
1: After all, for instance, the discovery of America, that was fairly important. Do you know anything about that?
2: Yes, that is in my book. America was discovered in 1492 by Christopher Columbus, an honorary Aryan.
1: An honorary Aryan? I always thought he was an Italian.
2: That was before the new order. He is now an honorary Aryan of the second class, like Mussolini and Hirohito.
1: I wonder how he likes that. However, after Columbus...
2: There came the new order.
1: What, weren't there just a few things in between? Wasn't there something called the Declaration of Independence?
2: Oh, that. Yes, there was that. But it was all wrong. It said everyone was entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That was all wrong. Who wrote it? It is unimportant who wrote it. It is not in my book.
1: Didn't you ever hear of a man named Thomas Jefferson?
2: Thomas Jefferson? No. There is no such man in my book. Or
1: George Washington?
2: Yes, he was a general, but not a very good one. He was defeated by German might at the Battle of Trenton. Afterwards, he foolishly became president of the United States, instead of ruling his country with a strong, mailed fist.
1: But maybe he didn't believe in ruling people with a strong, mailed fist.
2: He may have had some such old-fashioned, sentimental ideas. That is why he's unimportant historically.
1: And is he an honorary Aryan, too?
2: The state has not yet decided. But the man to study in his period is Benedict Arnold, a man much ahead of his time.
1: I always thought Benedict Arnold was a traitor to his country.
2: Traitor? What nonsense. He sensibly tried to collaborate with a stronger power in order to save his countrymen from the horrors of democracy and revolution. He is a very honorary Aryan of the first class with star... We have many honorary Arians, just like Benedict Arnold.
1: I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And uh, just one last question, Joe.
2: Yes, but hurry, please. I must attend a strength through joy meeting. And it is necessary for me to clean my pistol first.
1: Did you ever hear of a man who said, government of the people, by the people, for the people?
2: Certainly not. Of course not. It's a lie. You've been spying on me. My father did have the book, but I never saw it. It's a long while ago, and the teacher's been sent away.
1: I know nothing about Abraham. That's it. That's how they work. That's what they do to kids.
3: That's the way they like to work here. <laughs> That's it, my friend. You see, we can destroy houses with bombs and people with starvation outflank defensive lines, and tramp ahead. We can destroy the spirit of a nation with poison doubts and fears, erase its history, blot out its past, sully its famous names, and substitute our worlds for all the worlds of liberty. But while there is a single man alive, hidden or starving, who somehow remembers the vows of freedom, the undying words that for man's free mind, though they were said a thousand years ago, our conquest is not perfect. They are terrible, these immaterial and airy words, sharp as edged swords, infectious as the plague. They travel silently from mind to mind, leaving no trace. They live in quiet books you hardly would suspect, unless our leader has wisely warned us of them. They hide and creep in jokes and catchwords under our own noses, in dots and dashes in a bar of music. music. Within the silent eyes of hungry men, waiting their time, waiting their hungry time. That's why they must be killed. That's why we burn the books. That's why we burn all knowledge, all the recollected thought gathered in patience through 3,000 years of civilization. That knowledge is man's brain. Until we've taken an electric wire and burned the brain cells from his very brain so he will be a dumb and gaping slave, we cannot win. And still we mean to win. Get the fire ready. Bring the books to the fire.
1: go in a public square in Berlin They burned the books and that was the beginning We didn't know it then We know it now Hear the books burn
4: fire? fire?
1: In remembrance. This is for all the lies that have been told. The innocent blood, the blood that cries from the ground, rise up and speak, you voices. Voices of dead and living, past and present. Voices of gagged men whispering through sore lips. Voices of children robbed of their small songs. Strong voices, chanting of the rights of man, rebel and fighter. Men of the free heart. We too shall build a fire, though not in fear, revenge, or barren hate, but such a great and cleansing fire shall leap through the world like leaping flames. Freedom to speak and pray. Freedom from want and fear. Freedom for all. Freedom of thought. Freedom of
4: man's bold
1: mind. Who marches with us? I am Friedrich Schiller. Won't I march with you in the cause of man?
4: I am the soldier of humanity. The mocking smile upon the face of time that men call Heiner. And I march with you. I am old and blind. I knew oppression
1: and defeat and scorn. And the high justice of eternal God. Paradise lost
4: and paradise regained. And I march with you. Though bitter indignation tore at my heart and cracked it till it broke. I never had a patient mind
3: for tyrants. And I march with you. I hailed my sunburnt children in their youth, pioneers, pioneers. I said they should be free. I sang democracy, the new word, the new meaning, the new day. And I march with you.
2: The miserable shall be lifted up, the tyrants all cast down.
1: The parliament of men, the federation of the world. Well, maybe they'll take a while to grow, but uh, Pudding Head Wilson says cauliflower is just a cabbage with a college education. <laughs> So we might start in about this business now. I uh, may have made a living cracking jokes, but one thing I did hate was cruelty. One thing I did dislike was pompous fools treading on decent people. Count me in. Milton and Whitman, Tennyson and Swift, Mark Twain and Hugo, everyone who wrote with a free pen in words of living fire, from Plato dreaming of his bright republic to every exile walking in our streets exiled for truth and faith. And all of ours, all of our own today, all those who speak for freedom, these are our voices. These shall light our fire. Light the bright candle that shall not be quenched, that never has been quenched in all man's years, although his darkness and all tyranny have tried to quench it. Call the roll of those who tried to quench it.
3: Darius the Persian. Darius the great king. Where is Darius? Dead. Forgotten and dead. Attila the
1: Hun, Attila,
3: devourer of people. Where
1: is Attila? Bones. Forgotten bones. Alaric the Goth. Alaric, destroyer of Rome. Where is Alaric? Dust. Forgotten dust. Adolf Hitler. Born April 20th, 1889. Adolf Hitler Adolf Hitler, burner of books. Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler destroyer of thought. Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler born
4: 1889.
1: Die. 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 We are waiting. Adolf Hitler. The books are waiting, Adolf Hitler. The fire is waiting, Adolf Hitler. The Lord God of hosts is waiting, Adolf Hitler. You have heard Ralph Bellamy in They Burned the Books, a drama written for radio by Stephen Vincent Bonnet. Tonight's performance was broadcast by permission of the Writer's War Board. The script of this broadcast is available in pamphlet form through your bookshop or from the publishers Farrar and Reinhardt. We wish to thank the Hollywood Victory Committee for the appearance on this program of Mr. Ralph Bellamy. Music by Wilbur Hatch, program produced by Chet Huntley. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.